Amen. If you do have your Bibles, I just want us to turn to the scriptures in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 from verse 10 to verse 11. And we will likely take it from the slide for the year which is up on the screen. If you want, if it's clear enough, we will read together. I just want us to read together as one big family. As it is our custom, we'll stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. First Peter chapter 5, and we'll read from verse 10 to verse 11. At the count of three, let us read. One, two, three. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who impact all blessings and favor, who will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. Is that somebody's testimony this morning? The Bible says, and after you have suffered a little while, He says there is a God who is responsible for the settling of men in this season. Bible says, and God announces himself in that scripture. He says, he is a God of how many grace? Help me here. All grace. In other words, the scripture is revealing to us that there are kinds of grace. And in this scripture, the Bible says it was specific about the grace he's about to release to us as a church, as a people, as a saint, which the word is coming to. The scripture says that God who will be responsible for the release and the settling of men is called the God of all grace. He introduces himself as the God of all grace. In this aspect, he says that grace I am yet to release is a grace called favor and is a grace called blessing. Until men help you, you may not get to the zenith of what you want to be or where you ought to be. In this life, you will find out that except God lifts you up or he sends men to lift you up, there is a limit to how far you can go in life. But the Bible says, and God introduces himself as a God of all grace who have come to settle, to establish, to securely establish, and to settle us. That shall be someone's living reality in the name of Jesus. And this morning, I bring you the word of the Lord that is titled, Settled by the God of Grace. Give Jesus praise in the house this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Father, Lord in heaven, we thank you for your word that is about to come this morning. I ask for more than any other thing for all trans to release your word as you have emplaced it in my heart this morning. That the saints may be blessed and so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We know you always hear us and this morning will not be an exception. Thank you once again for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. It is a good thing. The Bible says, I was glad when they said, let's go to the house of the Lord. The Bible says, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. And that is why we are here this morning, rejoicing in our heart as we wait earnestly to hear from God's word. The word of the Lord has come to us this year. Saying that this is the year that we will be settled by God. How many of us believe in that testimony? If you are here, you believe in that testimony. I will want to take this time out to appreciate the vessel which God used to release this word to us. 
on whose authority I am standing here this morning. Please help me celebrate the senior pastor for this singular opportunity to break the bread. I am very much delighted and privileged. And the word of the Lord came to us saying that this is the year that we will be settled by who? By God. And God says, this season I will settle you in every area where there is a lack. Now, as we come to study God's word this morning, my responsibility will be towing on the part of Pastor Steve on Wednesday, where he was careful to say that his responsibility is to make known the better the word that which God has revealed to us in this season. And I'm not going to really invent any other thing. I am pressed by the Holy Spirit as I sought God and I did not find anything to, to release this morning. And as I was seeking God's face and God said, I've already given the word in the beginning. And I remembered immediately after leaving service on the first, I gathered my family because I was so blessed by this word. And we began to look at the word carefully to be settled by God. And I discovered that it is important, and pastor was preaching that day, there is something he used on the first day. We said, we need to carefully leave what we call the realm where we have settled for a long time. I picked up that word, it's important that there is a realm or a cloud that when you stay in a place for a long time, it is important or it is imperative. There is likelihood you may begin to believe what you have been covered with. And over time, he came to expound it and he called the place Lodiba. That you've stayed in the place for a long time. The moment somebody will call you, let's go to the palace. The very first thing that will come to your mind is impossibility. The palace doesn't belong to me. If you stay in a place for a long time, the moment anyone comes with a good news, not so much your fault, but it is a state of the natural mind. If you are in a place for a long time and you're seeking for a job, you've applied, you've done all without that is expected of man, but yet you have not received any result. The moment somebody will say, bring your CV, there is an opening. The very first thing that will come to your mind is what? Again, you will likely, you will find yourself being reluctant to do whatever anyone says you will do. But take for instance, which is what we are going to study, the, the MD of a company comes to you and say, and introduces himself as the MD of that company and he says, I have heard so much about you, can I have your CV so that I can give you a job? Now, by the means of that introduction, what happens is that the realm of, the realm of, um, how do I put it now? The realm of impossibility that have overshadowed you for a long time. By the reason of knowing who came. Will release your mind to give whatever is expected of you. Am I communicating this morning? And that is why we we'll study in scripture very carefully. This scripture is very power packed. And we'll look at it in three dimensions this morning. That it is important that God reintroduces himself. Every time he releases a word in season. If God doesn't do that, you will find out that it will be, become difficult for you to believe the very God that speaks to you. And that is why God reintroduced himself in this scripture as a God of how many grace? As a God of all grace. You will see in scripture, God will appear to men and will tell them himself again. I am the Lord God, thy father, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Why do you think God have to introduce himself every time? 
I am the God, I have come to you, I'm the God that healed ye. Why do you think God had to reintroduce himself every time? I am the God, thy helper. I am here to help you. Even before he tells you what he will do, he will introduce himself because he understands there is a frame of mind that we have settled in. The Lord Dibai we have settled in and this season God is saying, I'm lifting men out of those places and so shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. First and foremost, we're going to look at this scripture in three dimensions and we're going to look at it. By the time we are done, it will give us the more, it will give us consolation that of a truth that the Lord can do and will do what the Lord has proposed to do. Amen. Number one, it is important to note that for every time God speaks through a vessel, like we heard on the first day of the year, number one is important to know that God releases grace for every season. I'm going to explain that in a moment. God releases grace for every season. You may want to write that down. Number one, that God will release grace for every particular season. Luke chapter 5 from verse 5 is a very, very detailed example of how God releases grace for every season. You will agree with me and you will say to yourself, I have done all that is expected of me to have results, but sometimes we don't get results. Do I have a living testimony here? You will do everything that is within your power. You are writing for an exam, you have read you have done all. In fact, everything required of man you have done. For some reason, the results are not coming. In business, you have paid attention to the details. You have met customers. You have submitted everything expected. But for some reasons, the business are not coming. The scripture says in Luke chapter 5 verse 5, Peter was an example of everyone in this room who did everything expected to, re, to, to get a result of a huge number of cards. But the Bible says, And Simon Peter said unto him, He said, Master, we have told how many nights? All night. And have caught one fish? Nothing. Does that describe some people's disposition this morning? Where you do everything and have absolutely no result. The Bible says, And we've caught nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will do what? I will let down the net. When God speaks, he speaks in season. And Bible says that when Peter tried again, the story we know so well, what is the difference between what Peter did the first time and what he did after the word had come? Sincerely, you will see at some point in life as the word of God have come that he will settle us that not necessarily will you do anything more than you did last year. But there is something that was not available for you last year. It was the grace for the season for you to be uplifted. That you do something and find no results. Give God praise in the house. That you do something and don't find results. Please don't beat yourself too hard sometimes. When the word comes in season, it empowers you to do what you already did before. The Bible says that Peter cast his net again the second time. What helped him wasn't so much of his skill. It was a grace that was available to release and to perfect that which he waited on God for. So some of us here, you may have done some things over time. It may be an exam, it may be a career, whatever it is you have done over and over, you will find out that there is no result. It is not so that you did the wrong thing. There was a grace that was available to other men that produced the result that was not released to you at that point. 
And that is why it's important when God releases his word, it's important to understand that within that time, there is a grace to do exploit. When God says this is the year to settle you, within this year, the things that you did not do or find results last year, if you can pick them up again, there is an inherent grace to enable you. It may be an area of health. You've said I've gone for the diagnosis, the health is not being cured. But if you believe that God will settle that area of health, grace is available to settle and that grace will be available for you in the name of Jesus. Seasons, God speaks in season. I remember a time when the senior pastor prophetically made a declaration some years back. I can't really remember the exact words he used. But it was a season in my life where I was going through a lot financially. I had so many things in my hands at that point. I had so many things financially. So I was coping with everything. I wasn't begging for anything. I had enough to settle all. But after I had done all, sincerely, I had nothing left over to say this is what I can spare. And that was not my, that is naturally not my financial plan. And pastor spoke in that season. Listen to me. If God's word comes in season, it empowers you. And when it comes in that season, when that season is over, you may try that thing again and not find results. And when he tells you borrow a vessel, praise the Lord. He tells you borrow a vessel. If the season of borrowing vessel is over, if you say, oh, this man borrowed vessel and he had plenty. So let me go and borrow vessel. The scripture doesn't go that way. There is a pattern God works. If it's a season to borrow vessel, you will borrow vessel and have increase. Against that season, you will borrow vessel and you will find no oil. And pastor proclaimed that time. He says, the Lord God is releasing a blessing. And he said, I've forgotten. He says, it was a season of leftover. That he will bless you and you will have leftovers. I keyed into that word like never before. Amen. I'm explaining something here so that you understand that when God speaks in season, it's expected of us to key into that season. A very difficult year for me. In that one year, my sister came with a business plan and they told me this is happening. If I'm interested, I can key into it. I put all I had within it. And sincerely within that season, I wasn't touching my salary because everything that was coming from that business was enough for me as a leftover according to the word of the Lord through the vessel which he has proclaimed. It was a season and immediately I was done with what was pressing me financially. Do you know what happened? The business stopped and had no increase anymore. But within that time, that season, God sustained me. And that same God is here to sustain you in the name of Jesus. Joshua chapter 5 verse 2 gave us another illustration where when God releases a word, it's only in seasons. The Bible says that when the children of Israel were joining in the wilderness, in that season, God says, I will be the one to provide bread for you. It's a season. And when God comes, he understands the frailty of men and he approaches his word based on our frailties. And the scripture says, as long as you are in the wilderness, there is a word of season that I will bless you with manna. But the scripture says, when they got to the verge of the promised land, the moment they tasted of the corn of the land, they had not entered into the land. They tasted of the corn of the land. And the scripture says when they ate it, it was good to their mouth. The Bible says, and immediately the season of manna ended. 
Somebody here, you are still depending on the season of manna where God is about to feed you with the corn of the blessed land. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land and the children of Israel no longer did what? Eat manna, but they ate of the fruits of the land of Canaan that year. This year, you will eat of the fruits of that land because it's the season where God is settling men. Amen. So we need to understand, number one, when the vessel of God comes to release a word, it is not just not, it is not so much of him speaking. It is a vessel, it's only a vessel releasing the word of God for a season. Last year he said, it is a year to be dependent on God, which we did. This year he says, God is same. The Bible says, God says, I am the God of all grace. I am speaking this because this is just a season. You have suffered a lot. You have suffered a while. We depended on God so much last year, even when things were rough through the COVID year. People lost jobs. People lost businesses. And we kept holding on to God. But this year, God has come to say, I appreciate and I love the fact that you waited on me. And there is a blessed land waiting for you and you will be settled. If God speaks in that season, please raise your hand and say, I will be blessed. I will be settled. Proclaim it with the mouth and so shall it be in the name of Jesus. 2 Kings 7 verse 1 was a scripture that I read with my family that blessed my heart so much. That when God speaks in season, sincerely hear me now, that it is natural for some times that you ask yourself, can God really do this? Do I have a witness? That when God speaks, because we've been so long in Lodiba, you find it very difficult. You know this God can do it. But by the state of myself, I'm not so sure that he can do it. I have tried all that man can do, but I can't find this word coming to pass. The Bible says, then Elisha said, hear the word of who? Hear the word of who? Like I said, God will always speak in season. This season, God, 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 have, God have established and have admitted that we have suffered a while. This is a season after our suffering. Pastor calls it transition and this is a moment of um, dispensation. Last year we were transiting. This year is a dispensation. It's a settlement. We are no more in a jet journey. I need you to understand this because if you can catch this, you will catch the whole essence of the mind of God. That God speaks through a vessel is a time to key in because you may be here saying, can God do it? And someone else that knows this God is keen to the impossibility. The Bible says, and Elisha said, hear me the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow, not today. He says, tomorrow about this time, a seer of fine flour shall be sold for how much? For a shekel. And two seers of barns for how much? For a shekel at the gate of where? Samaria. Now listen, please help me with verse 2. And you will see when a man speaks based on his disposition, if you're in low debate, sincerely there are some things your mind will say. And the Bible says, so the officer whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, look, I've been in this place long enough. If you tell me this will happen next year, I understand. But if you say tomorrow, there is something in me that cannot connect to that word. 
The Bible says, and it says, look, if the Lord will open the windows of where? Of heaven. It's a question he was asking. He wasn't necessarily saying it will not be. He says, can this thing really be? And he said, in fact, you shall see it, Elisha speaking, but you shall not with your eyes, but you shall not what? You shall not. That shall not be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That God will say, you will say to you and you are saying, I understand God speaks to people and does miracles. In fact, I have seen people and hear people share testimony, but this one is too huge for me. If you know the state of my mind or what I'm asking God for, I'm not so sure this year, maybe next year God will say to me, it's because you un don't understand that there is a grace that comes, that an engracing that comes upon you when the word is released in season. God speaks every day. It's different from when God speaks through a vessel in a season. In a vessel, he empowers you to do what you cannot do. Now you need to capture that, that first God speaks in the season. If you understand that, then you will key into this season. And this season, God is settling men and so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Number two, very quickly, understanding that God speaks in season, there is no doubt or shadow of doubt that the word for the Lord this year is actually from God and God will do it. Number two, I need you to write this down. This is important. I'm going to pay attention on this. And then if you can capture and understand this, then it will give us the grace and the idea of what God is doing. The Bible says the topic is the, the settled by the grace of God and the God of grace. Now listen to... Verse, the second point, God will what? Number two, God will always reintroduce himself. I'll explain why. For every season that God speaks, write this down, God will always do what? Reintroduce himself. Now let me ask you a question. If God wants to bless you, is it not enough that God walks in here and says, I will settle you? Is that not enough? Is that not enough if God speaks? God walks in here and says, I will heal you. Is that not enough? But you will discover, which we're going to see very carefully, a pattern in which God uses when he speaks in a season. He understands you have been in Lodiba for a long time and so he has to capture that part of your mind out that we understand what he's about to do. But in scripture, you'll find out for every time God speaks in season, he introduces himself for a reason. And he came to Moses and says, I am the Lord of your father. I am the Lord of your father, Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of who? Jacob. Why did he have to say that? He appeared to Elizabeth and said, I am the Lord God with me. There is nothing impossible. Without even saying what he was about to do. He appeared to Jeremiah and says the same thing. He says, for I am the God of all flesh. That wasn't the message. It was just God introducing himself for a reason, which we're going to study. If we understand it, then it will help us to believe more what God wants to do. In Luke chapter 1 verse 28, let's start with that. This is the angel of the Lord appearing to Mary, the mother of Jesus. Now, it's important to note that every time God reintroduces himself, he will reintroduce himself based on the limitation that you have within that season. 
if you are going through a health issue, God will not say, I will heal you tomorrow. If you come through a vessel, he will say, I am the God that healeth. Which means, maybe a doctor came before now and said you will be healed. But he's saying, look, let me introduce myself. Maybe you don't know me. I am the Lord that healeth. And so you shall be healed. The introduction is to help that part of you that say, I cannot be healed anymore. It is impossible for God to do this. And so God will first appear through a vessel and speak and say, I am a, the Lord thy God. With me there is no word impossibility. Why? Because your mind is already thinking of impossibility. Until he tells you who he is, you may not believe what he says. And so the Bible says, and God appeared to Mary. Listen, Mary is not the sense, the, 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 the core here. Is Elizabeth the cousin we are interested in. But the Bible says, and God appeared to Mary. Listen again. It says, having come in, the angel said to her. Listen, he said, rejoice. You are what? The highly favored. Favorism was not the message. You will have a child is the message. But for you to have the child, you must first believe that you are first favored by God. If you don't believe you are favored, he cannot deliver the message. Who is man that thou art thinking? If God appears to some of us here and says, look, you will be the MD of a multinational, what will you say? <laughs> me. I cannot me that don't even have an MBA. Won't you have impossibility? So God understand that frailty of you, in you rather, and so he will first appear. If he doesn't introduce himself, you may not believe him. The introduction is not for anything, it's to capture that state of your mind that have been so long in Lodiba. I am the God that healed thee. Really? The doctor said they will heal me. They could not. See, I am the God that healed in the past. And that is how I'm introducing myself. And the Bible says, and the angel said, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is what? With you. Blessed art thou amongst women. Because if I release this message the way it is, you can't handle it. First, I have to capture that mind, that, that part of your mind that says, I am the least of all women. So he first tells you that you are favored. That favorism is what captures that part for you to receive God's word. And the Bible says, give us the next verse. Verse 37. Verse 37, I believe. Luke chapter 1, verse 36. And then after he had delivered the message to Mary. Now he went, the same thing he said to, to Mary. Look, now indeed. I'm giving you this message. You seem not to believe me. I had appeared to Elizabeth. I did not appear to Elizabeth as the favored one. Because Elizabeth doesn't need favor in this matter. She has settled into a realm called impossibility. At 80, you cannot believe you will have a child. And so that essence of her is what God has to first capture. And so the Bible says, now indeed, Elizabeth is also expecting a child. He says, Elizabeth, your relative, have also conceived a son in a how many age? Old age. Who conceives a child in old age? And the Bible says, and this is now the six months of her who was called barren. Help us, verse 37. And then God says, I appear to her, and for with God nothing will be what? Impossible. A woman that is old of age can never believe. She has settled in and you will not blame her. To the point that it is impossible for her to conceive. And so someone here, you are saying to yourself, it is not possible for me to have that job. It's not possible for me to conceive. God understands. 
And that is why when God will want to appear, he will reintroduce himself as a God of possibility based on your limitation. To some of you, he may not appear as the God of, of impossibility. He will introduce himself as the God that heals because that is where you have doubt in. Am I communicating this morning? Am I communicating this morning? Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 26 to 28. The children of Israel have settled, they have settled in captivity for a long time. If you tell them anyone will deliver them, they will not believe. And so the Bible says, when the word of the Lord came, listen carefully. It says, then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying what? Behold, I am the Lord. Is it the God of impossibility? No. Is it the God that healed? No. Healing is not the problem here. Being released from captivity is an issue. And so he says, is there... I am the Lord thy God, the God of how many flesh? All flesh. Now asking you, is there anything too hard for me? You are believing you are so long in Lodeba. You are saying it's not possible for me to go back to the palace. And so God is appearing and saying, I am the God of all flesh. The one that can turn the hearts of kings around. The one that can make a king have a memory of you. If you believe me as that God, so if I tell you will be in the palace, there will be no questioning of what I can do. Verse, next verse, verse 28, I believe, verse 28. Then the Bible says, therefore, thus says what? The Lord. This is what he wants to say. But he first have to introduce himself to capture the limitation of impossibility. Am I, are you seeing this now? And so he now says, this then is what I want to do. Behold, I will give the city into the land of the Chaldeans, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall take it. That is the word. But first, God has to reintroduce himself. I'm going somewhere very quickly. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 16, we can go on and on. In Zephaniah 3 verse 16, the Bible says, In the day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion, let your hands be weak. Next verse. It says, The Lord God is in your midst. The Lord is what? The mighty one. How does he introduce himself here? As the what? The mighty one. Are we, are we catching this? Because if you can catch how God speaks, it will not be difficult to believe when he speaks. He says you are thinking this God because he has been silent for a long time. Maybe he's no more mighty. And Bible says, and he released himself. I said, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you. you he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with what? With singing. Exodus chapter 3 and verse 6, before we go to our own word for the year, the Bible says, and when the children have spent 380 years in captivity, then the word of the Lord, and in this season, listen, God has not spoken to them through any prophet for a long time. In the season where God wanted to release them, he says, moreover, he said, God now speaking to Moses, they know that there was a God of their father but who had not spoken to them for a long time. The Bible says in verse 6, he says, moreover he said, I am the God of who? Your father. Is that an introduction or not? Please help me, is that an introduction or not? Is this the message or the introduction? Now he says, I am the God of who? Your father. You knew of that God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of what? And of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon that God. I have heard of the God of Femi Paul, but I have not seen him for a long time. 
And he appears to you and say, I am the God of Femi Paul. And immediately Moses heard that. He said, I heard what you wrote through him. And immediately he bowed his head. Give me verse 8 quickly. In verse 8 he says, so I have come down. This is the message. To deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And to bring them up from the land to a good and what? Large land. Is God settling someone this morning? To a land flowing with milk and what? Honey. Is God settling somebody this morning? To the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Legosians. God is giving you those land. Amen. So first he introduces himself and then he says what he will do. But Bible says, and Moses was not convinced. The Bible says, and Moses said, I have heard you. But when I return to these people, who will I tell them sent me? Because they understand who sent you really matters in this kingdom. Paul I know, Apollos I know, but you, who sent you? Because they will hear the God, the God of other, they will hear the God of other gods. But because they know only one God that can settle. And God said, when you go, there is a name they knew me. They knew me that I was, I am the I am, which is the God of the beginning and the end. If you tell them who I am, just introduce me, they will listen to you. If you start speaking, they will not listen, but introduce me as that God. They are expecting me to settle them. And so they've been waiting for a long time. They've settled for, they've settled in Lodiba. They have suffered for a little while. When you go, tell them I am have sent me. Once you say that, you will capture the essence of their unbelief and their ears will be open to hear you. Somebody give God praise in the house this morning. Now I'm explaining this so that you capture the essence of our own word for the year. Now multimedia help us with 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. We've heard as God appeared to Moses. We've heard as God appeared to Jeremiah. We've heard as God appeared to Mary. But how is he appearing to you and I in this year and this season? The Bible says, listen again. If you hear when he introduces himself, please draw my attention to it. He says, give me the AMV version. Not King James, or you can better still bring the slide up. Okay. He says, and after you have suffered for how long? So in the season, God is releasing his word. And I'm reading, if I read, if you hear him introduce himself, please draw my attention. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace. Is that a settlement this morning? Is that an introduction? Look, the reason why you could not make so much impact is there is a God that didn't appear to you last year. He appeared to you that you should rest on him last year. This year, he says the God of how many grace? Or, and he captured that grace in two words. Listen, in case you don't know, there are different kinds of grace. Favor itself is a kind of grace. Blessing is a kind of grace. Mercy is a kind of grace. Um, Healing is a kind of grace. But this aspect, he says, let me introduce myself. Last year, you did that exam. You did not pass because grace was not released to you. Last year, you went for that surgery. It was not successful because grace to, re to be healed was not released. Last year, you involved yourself in that business and you're asking God why. No problem. There is a grace that will be released and the lifting of men shall be experienced. He says, let me introduce myself. 
He says the God of all grace, who does what? Who impacts what? Blessing and what? Favor. If you have to be settled, a grace of favor must be seen in you. And he says that grace, that God has appeared to you. He says, who has called you to his eternal glory in Jesus will harm by who? Himself. Pastor was specific on the first day. He said, this is not what men will do. If you are hoping for men to help you, you may not find the expression of your reality. He said, who by himself will do what? Complete and what? And make you what you want. Please continue reading. Establish. Please continue reading and ground you. Please continue reading. Please continue reading. And please continue reading. Said to you. Which God will do this? The God through what? Because he will release grace and favor and blessing. I thought somebody would be excited in this house this morning. So if you understand the God that have appeared. Is a God of all grace. He says in this package for this year. You may not have experienced so much of favor in 2021. But this is the word that favor is released to help you to be settled. You may not have released a lot of blessing directly. But this 2022, the blessing of last year that was not enough, is able to complete and to settle you in that respect. Somebody requires favor in the area of health. Somebody requires favor in the area of career. That God is available to you. If that is your testimony, give God praise in the house this morning. And so like Peter, somebody is saying... I cast my net the first time. I, didn't, I don't feel like casting the net. But now I hear who sends me. He says, I am the God of all grace. I'm the one telling you to cast the net again. In this house this morning, somebody will have to write the exam you failed the second time. Somebody will have to give a sh- second shot. Not because you will have the whole thing by yourself. Because grace is available to help you. Is somebody here in this morning, this morning, give Jesus praise in the house this morning. Number three, when God speaks this way, like pastor said, he was specific when he says, God will buy himself. Listen, if there is a vessel, the word of God will be spoken. And we are privileged that we have a vessel which God speaks through. And for every time he speaks, please listen, God is committed to doing what he speaks through that vessel. And the Bible says, and God will buy himself. Now, why do we really need favor and blessing in this part? You may not understand why you need it. If you have to understand, first we need to understand what we call the nature of man as a recipient of this favor and the nature of God as a releaser of this favor. I don't need favor if I can do all things by myself. I don't need a help from God if I can give all the results by what? By myself. Psalms 127 verse 1, as we look at what limits us as a man, and then we'll look at what lifts God up as a position God to help us, then we'll be able to key in understanding that God can do it and will do it by himself. The Bible says, unless the Lord builds a house, the labor in vain that does what? Build it. Unless the Lord guides the city, the watchman does what? So there is something, there are things in life you will do. You can never attain perfection, never be settled, except God comes into that reality. You may be settled financially, but there is a part in life where you cannot get the whole health part of your life, except God watches over that part of your life. 
The limitation that we have brings us to the reality that we need to depend on God for favor to, for, for favor to be settled in this dispensation. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 1, the wise man said something very particular. Looking at the limitation of man, that man himself cannot attain the essence or the point of settling himself, except God of favor releases himself. He says, and I returned and I saw a wise man speaking under the sun, that the race is not to be what? To the swift. It's not how much you put in. He says, not the battle for the world, for the strong. He said, not the bread for the world, for the wise. Can you see the limitation of man? He says, nor riches to men of what? Understanding. Nor favor to men of skill. But time and chance, which is a season will come when God will release this. So it is not so much of what you do. You will find out. Maybe your career, you are okay. But in life, you will find out that there, it is not by what you put in. You will depend on this God who has revealed himself as the God of all grace that has the ability to favor. On your own, you cannot do it. Romans 9 verse 16. Listen again to how limited you and I are. We cannot attain the settlement by ourselves. This year, no. For all you can struggle, you will only receive the result of last year. He says, so then, it is not of him that what? Wills. Of him that what? Please help, help me read the rest. But of God who have... Until that mercy is released. Can you release that mercy of yourself? You are looking for God, towards God for an area of health. Can you help yourself with mercy? He says, except that God helps you. So, limitedly, we are too limited to help ourselves. John 5 verse 7, again, exposing the limitation of man. Please be, pay attention. John 5 verse 7. The story of the man who could not help himself, which is the same story that I can share by myself. The sick man answered Jesus. I have been here 38 years according to the scripture. And sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. I have done all. I have come to the pool. But I have no man. He said, but while I am at it, another person will step in before me. Is that somebody's story? You do all, but before they announce the result, somebody else has gotten it. And you're asking yourself, why not me? Grace has not been revealed to you. Proverbs chapter 30 verse 31, the Bible, a very popular scripture, Proverbs 30, 31, the Bible says in Proverbs 21 verse 30, I beg your pardon, Proverbs 21 verse 30, it says, there is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against who? He is the God by himself. Next verse. You can't question that. He says in the next verse, they may prepare the horses for the day of battle. But you cannot guarantee that deliverance because it comes only from who? From God. If you understand that frailty that we have. Now let's now look at the concept or the nature of, my, of God as the one who releases this favor. The God of grace will release favor upon you in the name of Romans 9 verse 14. He says, I am the God of all grace. And this, is, this all falls within my power. If you have to be settled, I am the God of all grace that releases favor and what? And blessing. That is how I've introduced myself. He says, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? Certainly not. Verse 15. 
He says, describing the nature of this God. He says, for he said to Moses, I will have what? Mercy on whomever I will have what? Mercy. And he'll have compassion on whomever I will have what? Compassion. Man cannot do this. Only God can. Next verse, he says, so then it is not of him that what? That wills, nor of him that runs, but it's of God that showeth what? Mercy. Is that God appearing to us in grace assembly? Except God favors you in this dispensation through men or by himself, you cannot attain what you're running after. Psalm 75 verse 6 and 7 exposing again the nature of God as a releaser of mercy, favor and blessing says for exhortation come neither from the what? East promotion come not from the east or what? From the west or from the south but God is what? The judge. Please read. He put it up one and does what? We are, we, we, are we, we, we went for the same interview. I'm even better than him. Last year, I don't know why I failed. I spoke better. It is the one that has faith, that releases favor, that can put you up there or bring you down. So if you've tried before, there is no issue. But God is saying, I'm appearing to you as a God that can lift men and settle men. And that shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. First Peter chapter 2 verse 8 as we begin to round up. Now you can see the God that speaks or is speaking to us. First Samuel 2 verse 8. Bible says he raises, this is the power that God has. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap. To set them amongst what? Princes. And make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth of the laws, and he has set the world upon them. When I was reading this, I remember the illustration the senior pastor made about Mephibosheth, right? Did I get the... Is it Mephibosheth? Mephibosheth. The Bible says, and the heart of the king was troubled. You cannot bring yourself from Lodiba to the palace except the God of grace releases favor upon you. He says, I am the God. What happened to Mephibosheth is because I had the power to do it. Mephibosheth will have remained in Lodiba. I may remain in Lodiba if I don't acknowledge the very fact that there is a God that can release favor to me in this season. And God, that God is saying, I am here to release that favor and that blessing. If you understand that God, then you will believe everything that comes from that God. Lastly, Jeremiah 18 verse 5 and verse 6. Jeremiah 18 verse 5 and verse 6, the Bible says, And God took Jeremiah to the potter's house. He says, And he watched and saw, and he made the first clay. The first clay was not good enough. He brought it down and started again. He says, Then the word of the Lord came, verse 6, verse 5 and verse 6, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, in verse 6, He says, Listen, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter says the Lord? Look as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in the hand of God, O Jerusalem. Somebody here, your lifting is in the hand of God and is saying, I am here to lift you. If you want that reality, just bow your head and pray because your lifting, your settlement is in the hand of this God that had the power to lift men. He says, I can lift and bring down, but I've appeared to you as a God of grace that is ready to settle you. I don't know which area of your life you want a lifting. Just 
just begin to pray in the spirit and just begin to say to the Lord, I acknowledge the very fact that your word has come to me in season. I am not ignorant to key into this word because there is a grace to release and to bring to reality what you have spoken. Somebody wants to pray and say, because God has reintroduced himself. He says, I am the God of all grace. Nothing shall be impossible because I am releasing favor for that career. I am releasing favor for that womb this morning. I am releasing favor for that relationship. I am releasing favor in that health issue. And if you can pray Pray and understand this God that with him nothing shall be impossible. Just begin to pray in one minute and that shall be your living reality in the name of Jesus. 1 Peter 5 verse 10 as you rise to your feet. Now having understand all this, now let us read the word of the Lord for the year with full understanding. Knowing number one that the Lord speaks in season and he gives grace for his word to come to pass in every season. Knowing number two that the Lord will introduce or has introduced himself by the reason of this word. And knowing that the Lord himself is the one settling us. Please let us read together with understanding as a big family want to go. And after you have suffered a little while. Please read the God of all grace. Please read who impacts blessing, blessing and favor who will himself complete and make you what you ought to be, establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. If God has blessed you, give God praise in this house this morning. Give God praise in this house this morning. And Father Lord in heaven, we thank you because your word have come to give utterance to those who wants to speak and enlightenment to the heart of men. We ask, O oh Lord, for you are the God of all grace who impacts favor and blessing. For everyone expecting a lifting, we pray that favor will be released to them in the name of Jesus. The grace of your word will be released in someone's health in the name of Jesus. In someone's career in business, we pray for an uplifting of settlement like never before. Because it will not be of our own because we understand our frailty. It will be by the mercy of God who by himself will settle. And so I declare and I join faith with you that I'm settled in the name of Jesus. I'm settled in the name of Jesus and so shall it be in Jesus name. Grace Assembly celebrates God for his word. The name of the Lord be praised. Have you been blessed this morning? Just confess I am settled by the grace of God. I am settled by the grace of God. So shall it be in Jesus name. Amen.